I'd help her, though. Welcome to Light Warrior Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Karen Can, author of the number one bestseller, Guide to Healing Chronic Pain, A Holistic Approach. And if you are a highly sensitive person like I am, then you may wish to get my freebie, which is called the Sensitive Soul Empowerment Guide, Three Ways of Navigating Your Way to More Peace, Positivity, and Personal Power. And that's free at SensitiveSoulGuide.com, all one word, SensitiveSoulGuide.com. So today is the first Monday of the month. It is June 1st, 2020. And we are in the midst of recovering from the coronavirus pandemic as well. And over the past week, there's been a lot of fear and anger and a lot of emotions here in the United States, which others are feeling across the world as well because of some rioting due to what seems to be, at least on the surface, um, racial tension and violence related to police brutality. And if you have not been, uh, you know, watching or listening or, you know, getting tweeted news. Good for you uh, for not being mixed up in all of that. Uh, I know it's hard to prevent sometimes if you're on social media. Certainly, I use social media for my business. And of course, my husband loves to regale me with stories from what he's watching on social media, whether I want to hear it or not. So uh, there's always these challenges. And so today's show with Dr. Dennis Loebstein, my colleague, um, is going to be very important because uh, Dr. Dennis is going to share with us his perspective in traditional Chinese medicine as to what meridians, what acupuncture points uh, can we use to support ourselves to um, feel less fear, feel less nervousness, no matter what's going on in our outer world. And I think that's really important because I know from, you know, quantum physics and the quantum realm that it's our resonance and our frequency is really important to manifest the ideal reality that we wish to see in the future. And that has to do with what is our resonance right now in the present moment. So it's not to say that fear is necessarily bad or feeling fear is necessarily bad. It's that when it becomes chronic and when it, when it interferes with the joy and love and the peace and the enjoyment of your daily life, that's when it becomes a problem. So today we're going to learn from Dr. Dennis, like, you know, what is that about? What is fear in Chinese medicine? What does it come from? Some theory behind that. And then uh, he's going to share with us some awesome protocols and we can use the LifeWay phototherapy patches to place on specific acupuncture points to optimize our ability to neutralize the negative effects and the symptoms of that fear and nervousness. So without further ado, hi, Dr. Dennis. Thank you and welcome for being here. Thank you. Oh, you're very welcome. Pleased to be here with you all. Yeah, that's great. So uh, what's your take, uh, personal take on on what's going on in the world and in terms of is, in your opinion, is there a global fear? Is there something that is just more like than, than just our personal individual fear going on? Well, yeah, it's more than personal We've, we've seen how fear can shut down a country and how fear can be used as a leverage to manipulate the population. And yeah, uh, can you expand on what you mean by that? Well, yeah, one ex, ex, one sub example of that 
not just the whole country's being shut down for fear of a virus or a bioweapon, but uh, also um, within that, there was an MKUltra operation going on. Uh, and 34% of the population uh, was susceptible to this MKUltra. MKUltra is mind control. And that program was supposed to have been shut down a long time ago, but it's still underground and operative. And it was being used to manipulate people to make them, to, to boost the fear porn about not having enough toilet paper, of all things. Oh, okay. So, I like that fear. I, I don't like it, but I like the term. You called it fear porn? Yeah, fear porn. <laughs> now, was that, so, okay, just in your personal opinion, was the whole toilet paper thing like a test to see who would be successful, like how successful this mind thing was? Because I don't really know how it started. I really don't. Like who yeah, started, well, that, like where helped. did it start is what I'm saying. Well, that w- with the notion that the supply side was uh, going down because we couldn't get any more goods from China and um, most of our industry has been shifted over there. And so because of the, the virus and the um, the lockdown or confinement, uh, there was a lack of uh, trucking going on. So toilet paper of all things, as well as other goods, were not being delivered as well as they normally were or before the whole coronavirus scare. And um, so there was a specific focus on being out of toilet paper. And so people ran to stores like uh, Costco and, and and these big chain stores that have lots of toilet paper, and, and they bought truck, truckloads of it. Now, why they did that was traced to an MKUltra op that uh, affected 34% of the population. And that was enough of the population to get enough people to buy truckloads of toilet paper so there wasn't enough supply left for everyone else. <laughs> okay. Anyway. And, and this, uh, this, this supposed, you know, um, mind control, uh, is this like a device? Is this like a whole bunch of people doing telepathy underground? Like, do you have any idea what the theory is about that? Yeah, it's using frequencies to broadcast the frequencies through satellite. And um, it just, it's designed to control people's brainwaves and their thinking and their behavior and their minds. Okay. So there, there and are how do we know it's 34%? Um, it, that was uh, studied and reported, and I don't remember exactly where I saw that. But somebody actually looked into it. Mm, okay, so that's what caused people to go. Well, some people to go out and run out and get toilet paper, like tons of toilet paper. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So, so yeah, so fear is should, really infectious, really. Yeah. So in addition to the fear and the panic, uh, there was a shutdown in the American economy because people were told to stay home for the lockdown and the, um, the data, the epidemiological data were fabricated and overplayed. And, and uh, as you, you probably are aware, 
the hospitals have been boosting the data so that it looks like there are more people dying of COVID than there really were because they, they have a vested interest in that because number one, 30% of the people that go to the hospital didn't go anymore. So their funding was going down and they get about $40,000 for a ventilator for a COVID patient and a ventilator. And so they got to report that all these people dying of other causes, which, which is called comorbidity and, and 80% of people dying of the uh, COVID virus are, are uh, older folks that are like over 80 years old. And so mm-hmm. they, inflated, they, they marked down as almost every death as a COVID death and overinflated the data. So it looked like more people were dying of the virus than were. And that fanned the flame of the fear porn. Oh, okay. Got so, it. So that, that never really had a chance to calm down. Okay. And then people were enraged from being locked down for so long. And um, then all this racial tension was under the surface and the this George Floyd incident triggered the racial tension that you alluded to earlier. And um, now it's, it's just instigators coming in and fanning the, the fire of all this stuff that was starting with the fear and the rage. And, and uh, it looks like, uh, I don't want to get into the politics, but it looks like they're trying to take the country over. But, um, uh, okay, so uh, as in like who? As like in rebels in your personal opinion? Yeah. Okay, anyway, well, I thought I that wanna... the country was run by the elite anyway, so <laughs> I don't get that. <laughs> Maybe not. Oh, but I probably shouldn't say, I probably shouldn't get into Okay, well, don't say it because we don't want to get you in trouble. Okay, or me. <laughs> we, the the bottom line is no one knows absolutely 100% certain for sure. There's definitely lots of signposts. But the, the bottom line is that um, there, I mean, when I do my spiritual light medicine stuff, like, and this is years ago, I would find certain things on certain people being affected, certain energies that were foreign energies that were similar to mind control implants, different kinds of things. I thought, well, this is weird. You know, we would, you know, neutralize, pull them out, whatever. And then the people would get better. But, um, you know, it's just funny that now I know more about some of the stuff that you know about and other me about um, covert operations and things like that, like Stephen Greer, the CE5 stuff and the alien stuff. And, and it it all, what I was testing before, which was so weird to me now actually makes more sense to me. Because I was like, back then, I was like, okay, Karen, you're probably making this stuff up. Okay. You know, like, <laughs> but then, but I was like, okay, this is what source tells me. We're just going to go with the healing, right? And then now it's like, oh, now 
I get it. Like, you know, cause before, like, I, I, I don't know whether we talked about this last time, but I'll just repeat it in case people didn't um, listen to the show last month was that um, I kept getting uh, that there was some sort of, you know, oxygen problem, oxygen problem. Right. And that we kept having to, to download this po- this pre- brand new positive morphic field of being able to fully extract, utilize, assimilate oxygen. I'm like, what's the problem with the oxygen in the future? <laughs> like, I don't get it, you know, but then and then made sense when we, you were talking about what others were talking about, like 5G with certain frequencies. Uh, right. Not being able to like a 60, you know, uh, gigahertz, like not being able to fully extract or utilize oxygen. So people turning blue and blah, blah, blah. And, and yeah. then if they have an infection on top of that, making them potentially more susceptible. So then it made sense retrospectively why, you know, source was telling me oxygen, 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 you know, download oxygen, download oxygen. I was like, OK, um, but sometimes it doesn't you know, make sense in that moment. Uh, so some, some of the stuff that you're talking about today, I definitely did find in my travels, not because I wanted to find them. It just was relevant to certain people that I worked with. So um, we can pull those frequencies out of people. But what we want to know today, of course, is how do we use what we do know in traditional Chinese medicine to support our energy bodies so that we're not as susceptible to um, fear. And there's lots of movies out there. I'm sure, Dr. Dennis, you've watched many of them. I was just thinking about one of the movies called uh, Monsters, Inc., um, where the monsters were going into bedrooms of little kids at night and scaring them because when they got scared, that was a form of um, they could suck that energy, uh, right. from them and contain it and, and it actually fueled the monster's electricity in their realm it actually fueled their society and then they found out that um you know that the 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 kids if they actually made them laugh and there was joy that it was 10 times more more much more powerful than the fear <laughs> So at the end of the movie, sorry for the spoilers, anybody that didn't watch it yet. So instead of sucking the fear out of them and using it for their own, you know, uh, whatever, selfish reasons, they actually created joy and laughter. And that was so much more powerful. So it's a a really interesting message. It's like I really like, you know, that film, although there were very scary parts in that film as well, because they were going to forcibly extract the fear by by actually torturing the kids at some point. Um, for that and I think there's definitely parallels in our reality here that that some of that is really happening and that's probably way too deep and scary for most people to hear today so let's not put them into more fear (laughs) talking about that (laughs) because COVID-19 and what's going on is enough is enough situational things that people can be scared of well the the Um, fear and, and other low frequency emotions generate what's called louche, which is what you alluded to and what that movie was portraying and that feeds the dark side and and what greer refers to as et and so on so uh anyway that's one reason that's one thing that's behind all this So everyone's like knowing at least the people that are listening today, a lot of my, you know, sense of soul tribe and, and, you know, folks are very, very committed to maintaining a high vibe, right? Not getting sucked into fear. um, Because there are definitely more and more people I find anyway, that are 
impenetrable as far as, you know, their light scores are getting higher and higher, um, that, that some of these uh, devices, whether they be alien, military, covert, whatever, that they're just not going to be effective on a certain number of population. And we want to have everybody to get to that point. Right. And the patches can help us do that by increasing our biocoherence. Yeah, great. And I'm taking notes, by the way, everyone, in case you're new to the show, what I do is I, on patchtrainingteam.com, I'm actually writing a blog article. I'm going to kind of summarize some of the stuff that Dr. Dennis uh, says today. And so we're going to embed that with a replay of the show on the blog. So just wait about, you know, 15 minutes to 30 minutes afterwards uh, for that blog article to show up. And then I'm going to be sharing it on Facebook. So, okay, Dr. Dennis, I'll let you take it away. Okay, so it's interesting <clears throat> that you're talking about monsters because um, King Kong is one of those monsters in the movies that you alluded to. And Kong is actually the, the Chinese term for fear. So Ooh. King Kong is really King Fear. And we're, wow. we're going to be looking at the emotional energy of the kidney element because... It, it actually has two basic um, emotional aspects. One is Kong or fear. The other is Zhur or will. And those two balance each other's effects because the Kong or the fear can help us be vigilant and watch out for stuff that can hurt us. But when it gets overplayed, then it becomes too dominant and overbearing and takes over our life. So that's the kind of fear we want to avoid, but just a little bit of fear, just like a little bit of anger from the liver helps us get through stuff and helps us be vigilant to protect ourselves and, uh, and overpowers the jure. The jure is a will. Okay. How do you spell jure? Z-H-I. Z-H-I, got uh, it. At, at least that's opinion for it. Mm-hmm. Um, there are five spirits or minds that we have, and, and most people are familiar with the heart's spirit, which is Shan. Well, just like a heart has Shan, the kidney has your or will. And that's the ability to stay with an idea and allow the body to create and gives us tenacity or helps us keep a grip on things. And it, um, it gathers and holds intention and provides the essence and stability to face a crisis. So that's our kidney jure. That's what mm. it does. Neat. And, just just to be complete in the picture, uh, we had just uh, talked about two of the officials or elements, the heart or the fire and the kidney or the water, but we also have the spleen and the earth, and we have the, the lungs and the metal and the liver and the wood, and those also have spirit minds, and the earth is called yi, Y-I, and that's intention or thinking or thought. And the lungs have Po, which is a corporal soul, and that that um, corporal soul. 
yeah, corporeal the bodies, the body's own oh, soul, the, the mind of metal, and it gives us tenacity to keep the grip that the Jure is giving us, and it also gives us clear boundaries. So somebody with a, a Poe deficiency, for example, uh, has um, unclear boundaries, and... Mm. They um, are codependent and enmeshed in in Western terms or Western psychology terms. Gotcha. So there's a lot of parallels between what's happening in the West and what we can see with Asian medicine. So um, I just want to complete the picture by talking about the liver and the wood. That has the spirit of Han, H-U-N, and that's the etheric soul, spirit of wood. And it helps us overcome barriers. Like we've heard that wood is very young and it's like spring rising and it overcomes barriers. And it um, gives us fearlessness and helps the heart with overcoming shock and fear. So mm. um, there are three responses to overwhelming threats and I want to get into those and then outline what traditional Chinese medicine says about it but first I just want to touch on what the Western view of fear and anxiety is nervous disorders chronic worry Uh, for example the the DSM has a condition that's called generalized anxiety disorder GAD and its pattern is much worry, fear, anxiety, being wound up and tense, fatigued, having low concentration, uh, low focus, has sleep disturbances. People anticipate doom um, or may anticipate doom, uh, struggle to control, have difficulty relaxing, difficulty coping with distress. Um, there are other areas of life where it's difficult, like relationships become difficult and jobs may become difficult to hold on to. And that was even before the COVID lockdown. Um, right. And there, there's a lot of it that roots back to childhood. So the way Western medicine deals with this is threefold. Um, well, first, Uh, It appears that um, fear is rooted in the limbic brain, particularly in the amygdala, which is at the end of the hippocampal formation. And the amygdala processes fear, anxiety, and emotion and memory. And the hippocampal formation consolidates memory. And so, um, like I used to teach my students, they can remember things better if they attach an emotion to it because that will help with the memory consolidation and then retrieve that emotion at the time they want to retrieve the memory. Hmm. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. And the, the generalized anxiety disorder, GAD is often associated with OCD, obsessive compulsive disorder. 
And what's done in Western medicine to treat it is to use SSRIs, which is a selective serotonin reuptake inhibitor, which because it inhibits the uptake of serotonin, it, that will increase the serotonin in the synaptic clefts between the neurons, and that supposedly decreases anxiety and, and depression. And um, Paxil is an example of that. Lexapro is an example of of the SSRIs. And and then we have um, another class of Western meds or pharmaceuticals, benzodiazepines, but these are addictive, like Valium and Xanax and Ativan and Clonopin. Um, those all become addicting. So anyway, there's a lot more I could go into, but I don't want to spend the whole hour on the, the pharmaceuticals, but that just gives some idea of how fear and anxiety is, is dealt with in the West. Uh, there's also... Um, another approach we deal with in the West and that's psychotherapy. And that's mostly symptom management. It uses mindfulness, stress management, and also CBT or cognitive behavioral therapy. And I've seen CBT successful in people that I know that have PTSD and MST, which is military sexual trauma. So it's very useful in that area. And also, uh, the third aspect that Western medicine uses is self-care, uh, like proper nutrition, including um, omega-3 fatty acids, drinking chamomile tea to relax, using exercise, including qigong, and also meditation. So that's how the West uses the, the fear okay, I'm surprised uh, you put uh, chamomile tea, qigong, and meditation as part of a Western approach. People would argue that would yeah. be a non-Western approach. Uh, well, it's been adopted now under exercise for self-care. So, you know, ever since Nixon went to China and we've been integrating Chinese medicine into the West, um, people been, have been recognizing meditation as useful. But you're wow. right that Qigong, I'd, I'd uh, include Qigong as, uh, as mostly Asian. So uh, with that said, let's get into responses to overwhelming threats. So those include fight, flight, and, and immobility or freezing. So you probably heard of the fight or flight syndrome, and that's where yeah. I was our... talking to James about fight, 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 flight, or freeze. I couldn't say that three times fast, though. <laughs> yeah, the three Fs, right? That's right. Yeah, we were talking about how different people respond to different stressors, and we were talking about a particular number of people, and I said, yeah, that would be the freeze response. <laughs> you know, because right. most people know about fight or flight, but they don't talk about freeze as much. Yeah. So. Fear freezes or sinks energy, and it stops momentum, whereas willpower unfreezes the movement and helps us proceed. So within the kidney itself, kidney energy in Asian medicine, we've got 
the Kong of the fear and the Jure of the will that balance each, each other's effects. Uh, so what I mean is like freezing versus unfreezing or mm. be being stuck and thinking you can't move versus having the willpower to overcome it or work through it. Ah, okay. So, um, let's see, we get uh, a chronic conflict going on between fear of expression and the will to assert oneself. And that was pointed out by Leon Hammer in his book, uh, Dragon Rises, Red Bird Flies. And so uh, that's um, a good description of what's happening with fear porn. We have a chronic conflict between the fear that we're seeing in our surroundings that's being reported to us in the news and and our expression of will to assert ourselves and do what we think is right based on our own heart and our intuition. Hmm, gotcha. So does that mean, okay. like, for example, that, um, you know, you're people say in the news and, you know, all these people are dying, blah, 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 blah. And then they, they're feeling this, I'm afraid to go out. And then when they go out, they feel like, you know, people need me to have a mask on, but there's a part of them that's like, I think this is stupid. I don't want to put a mask on. This doesn't make any sense to me. So is that like part of that fear fighting with the will? Is that like an example of that? Yeah. Yeah. Do I wear, do I cater to the fear? Or do I, assert my own will thinking the mask is is stupid and facts can help you decide because um, that's where earth comes in or your cognition to control Mm -hmm. the fear. And, and if you look, if you look at um, the five element cycle or the turtle, you, you see that earth is the grandmother for metal and, and earth holds the water. I mean, it's a grandmother for water, not metal. I'm not water. So yeah, I was gonna. It, yeah. <laughs> the mother of metal and the grandmother of water, and water is where the kidneys are and where the the fear is held. So you can regulate the fear with the yi or the thinking components of the earth. So an example of that would be to know that masks, even the N95 mask have holes in them or pore sizes that are four microns roughly in diameter and the coronavirus is one micron in diameter so it's going to fit through that pore very easily and not really do all that much good didn't they do some tests that say the N95 masks are the best masks for this uh, whatever they are the best for for filtering out viruses, but this particular virus is smaller than most. Oh, most of. Okay, okay. And masks are typically used in medicine to protect the patient from the, like the surgeon in surgery wearing the mask. Right. So the patient is contaminated. Right. Not the other way around. Also, yes. by wearing a mask, you keep rebreathing your own air. And you increase mm-hmm. your 
your CO2 tension or your carbon dioxide, which then will increase your lactic acid, make, make you more acidic. And pathogens love to live or thrive in an acidic environment. And, and so your knowing the facts helps your cognition or your thinking about whether to wear a mask or not. Mm. So this is an example of where the earth ye or thinking and intention spirit, the ye of the earth can regulate the fear or the calm going on in the water from all the false information we're getting in the environment. I think the challenge is that people don't know who to listen to or where to get their facts or information. They're trusting the CDC and WHO, right? I mean, these are, you know, supposedly governmental regulated or not regulated by governmental supported um, organizations. So, and they keep changing their minds of what they, and that's confusing too, right? (laughs) One day it's like, "Ah, I don't wear masks. It's only for people that are sick. And the next day you should wear masks, right? And it's like, ah, which is it? You wear it or you don't wear it. You know, like, "Ah, I'm so confused. You know, people are so confused. You know, there's conflicting information because of the, uh, the people working in these places like the NIH and CDC, some of them have agendas to push vaccines and to generate the fear porn until vaccines are generated. But then you've got people like President Trump who are trying to be practical and say, well, I see hydroxychloroquine and, and zinc help stop this, and we don't have to wait for vaccines. And so, yes, there's a lot of conflicting information coming from the top. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, is it possible, just in your own personal opinion, I know it's a little bit off off slightly off topic, but um, Uh my sense is that um, even if people are connected to maybe folks that are, do not have the best interests of the American people or or the world people um, that it's really about power, making money, whatever that is that, that one arm does not know what the other arm is doing because they're not given that level of, of, of that level of clearance to know like what's really going on. (laughs) because <laughs> so, I know there's a lot of people that don't like our president um, right. and and you know whether it be environmental things but the thing is that the president's a very temporary person in in charge supposedly in charge right I mean there's people that are much 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 longer you know in, in their um, role like Dr. Fauci for example how many administrations has he been in a lot Right. So he is a more a, a bigger player in a way because he's been there longer than any president who's only there for what, four or eight years. Yeah. Yeah. And he's been there since like Reagan. Yeah. So he, he yeah. could know more, for example. I'm just I'm not saying he does. I'm just saying example. It's potentially like viable to believe that he could know more about what's really going on underneath everything than the president because he's been around longer. And the president doesn't get to know certain things. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Well, another way of looking at it is that the president can be misadvised as far as medicine goes because he's a businessman and he doesn't know health or medicine as well. Right. right. And 
And uh, from another viewpoint, uh, you could uh, say, well, Fauci and Redfield of the CDC and people like them are actually deep state operatives and members of the senior executive service that actually is responsible to the crown and not to the president, even though they're supposed to be working for the president, they're really not. And so they could be mm-hmm. leading him. And, and have an yeah, agenda. you know what I do? I mean, you know, our, Donald Trump is not my absolute favorite person, but I try to love, no, I don't, I'm going to erase the word try. I love everyone. And that's my intention to love oh. everyone. He's not the most highly conscious, loving person I know. However, what I really do appreciate about him is his authenticity. Yeah. I mean, how could you not love that? Like, he's just completely who he is. You know what I mean? He doesn't try to hide who he is. It's just like, this is me. This is how I talk. And I don't care what you think about me. <laughs> I really love that part about him. <laughs> yeah. And there's also evidence that Fauci has been funded by Bill Gates for a long time. And Bill Gates has a eugenics agenda. And uh, Fauci directed NIH money to fund the bioweapons research in the Wuhan lab. And he's also got vested interests in pushing vaccines to make more money. Yeah, I think that's definitely a conflict of interest having any sort of patent or money exchange with relationship to coronavirus research or patents or anything like that. Like, I don't think that 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 same person that has the patents and, you know, potentially could be monetarily you know, rewarded for vaccines or whatever should have anything to do with uh, writing policy, right? Like it's a conflict of interest. I mean, that's just kind of like, duh, you know, (laughs) it's like they say it's like the fox, you know, that, that is like guarding the hen house, right? (laughs) So he's sitting there with a conflict of interest as the medical advisor to the president, as far as the epidemics and the COVID virus goes. And, um, that that stilts the information the president's getting. Well, there's he, he the Surgeon does General. It. I don't agree with the Surgeon General for some things, for sure, because he he knows Western medicine. That's all he knows, right? But yeah. that that's just another, you know, another voice that potentially could be helpful in this space, so he could hear somebody else's opinion. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, enough okay. about that, because, so, um, again, we're, yeah. this is very interesting what you're talking about, how the different, the five elements, um, and, and, you know, and then there's, uh, there's, you know, organs associated with each of those elements, and I'm writing this down in the blog, folks, so in case you forgot, you know, which one's liver and blah, 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 it's on the blog. Um, each of those things has a either controlling, managing, or supporting or nurturing function to all the other elements. So if we can get these balanced, then we don't have to get necessarily suffer the symptoms of that fear and anxiety. Right. Yeah. Cool. Um, Claude Larray wrote a lot about the, the chaining or the emotions and his observation is that serenity is not being disturbed by emotion. And from the perspective of the elements that you just alluded to, that we talked about, the fire, earth, metal, water, and wood, the, um, the metal element contains the lung, and we have anxiety versus serenity or calm. 
which are bipolar constructs in the metal. And by the same token, in the water, we have fear or calm versus courage and boldness. Mm. So, so courage and boldness, uh, like the cowardly lion in the Wizard of Oz is looking for, uh, is a bipolar opposite of fear. So he was always gotcha. looking for balance to his his calm or his fear. Remember when he was confronted by the fake wizard in in the movie? He he uh, lost it and jumped out the window. <laughs> <laughs> now, who who's that author that you mentioned about serenity is not being disturbed by emotion? Claude Larre, L A R R E. L A R R E. Okay, interesting. Yeah. yeah, let me see if I can find the book. Because uh, that, that seems like the... that, you know, most people are going to be, what do you mean serenity is not just being disturbed by emotion? I know you're getting to the elements part here, but, uh, you know, it's it's interesting. That's what he wrote. Yeah, because serenity is is calm, and it's the bipolar opposite of anxiety. When you're anxious and nervous, you're not serene or calm. And what meditation does, and what the um, the acupuncture points we're going to talk about do is help with generating more serenity and calm and rebalancing the elements, including the metal. So we lower the anxiety and increase the serenity and calm, and lower the fear and increase our our courage and boldness and our our willpower. Mm. So fear causes chi to precipitate or gel and brings us to a lower frequency. And that can cause kidney damage, adrenal fatigue, and um, that manifests as urinary incontinence and even seminal emission and Efflux of diarrhea. In other words, we pee in our, and poop in our pants. Yes. And there's an extreme example of that in Chinese medicine called sudden turmoil disorder. And that's what the term cholera is based on. When people have cholera, they have an urge to vomit and defecate. And even without the pathogen, if you have sudden turmoil disorder based on an emotional imbalance, then you get a sudden turmoil disorder and you exhibit that by peeing and pooping in your pants. Wow. As an extreme example. Wow. Okay. So let's um, go into some of these specific syndromes characterized by Asian medicine. And after I characterize the syndromes, I want to, pick up on some specific acupuncture points that deal mm-hmm. with the uh, emotions of fear and willpower and deal with the kidney and heart. And then we'll look at how to put them together with patches and uh, protocol. Now that I have less than half an hour. <laughs> okay. So, um, 
According to the, the plain questions of the Su Wen in the Wang Di Nei Jing, which is the Yellow Emperor's classic of internal medicine, quote, fear depletes the essence or the kidney jing. It blocks the upper jowl, which causes lung stagnation, which makes qi descend to the lower jowl. Okay, and then I gave examples of the descending qi, and those are incontinence and diarrhea. Right. So what often happens in a shen disturbance or emotional disturbance is the heart and the kidney or the fire and the water become imbalanced. And the principle for treating emotional disturbances is to reestablish the movement or the microcosmic orbit of chi that's cycling between the fire and the water. And it evolves that way, or it cycles that way by going through the earth. So we one approach is to recenter the person by recentering the earth. And years ago, when you know we've been doing this, on, we're in our seventh year now. We talked in other shows about how in the five element cycle, the the old yellow uh, river map used to have the earth in the center and all the other energies had to flow through the earth first. So that's where this, this perspective is coming from. The fire and the water have to cycle through the earth in order to support and affect each other. Mm. So you'll you'll see uh, when we look at the acupuncture points that a number of them, like uh, spleen six and stomach thirty six, uh, very common ones we're familiar with in, in using patches in LifeWave, uh, also um, help with emotional disturbances. For example, spleen six. Uh, relieves deep depression and also uh, relieves fear, deals with the opposite of fear or in, increasing or moving us more towards courage or boldness. <clears throat> and the stomach 36. Are we doing points now? Because I'm, I'm not writing. Uh, Are you going to over I, that I'm again? Giving, I, I skipped to give an example of them. Oh, okay. Um, but I'm going to go back to them later. Okay, cool. Yeah. So stomach 36 stabilizes, grounding, revitalizes energy. And um, I'll, I'll give more details of that later. So that's, that's uh, what the uh, Yellow Emperor's Classic says about fear. So it's uh, basically um, Shen disturbance of fire, water disharmony. And um, it's descending chest chi or upper chi from the, the heart and the lungs going down and not returning. Okay, so the next perspective is chronic anxiety. And this is a good point or a good place to talk about the difference between anxiety and fear. 
Now, anxiety is a construct of the metal where metal has too much anxiety and not enough serenity. And fear is a construct of the water or the kidney where uh, we have too much calm or fear and not enough uh, courage or jure or willpower. So anxiety results from an anticipation of the fear. And you can see that in the five element cycle, if you look at the turtle, where metal with the lungs as the in phase is the mother of water with kidney in the in phase. So anxiety happening in the metal is the anticipation or the mother or the precursor to the fear in the water. Oh, or the calm okay. In the water. okay, so so if simply put, uh, anxiety is the mother of fear. It's the anticipation right. that something bad's going to happen, and when when you experience the trauma or the bad reaction, then you have the calm or the fear. Mm, interesting. Hmm. And uh, uh, Giovanni Masiosia came out with a a new book called The Psyche in Chinese Medicine. And in there he says that in chronic anxiety, there's always a disconnection between the heart and the kidney. And that's what we've been talking about. Shen disturbance. So when, when mm-hmm. there's this chronic anxiety, it makes the qi increase in the heart and that makes it cramp up or or clamped or or stagnate and the heart cannot circulate back down its energy back down to the kidney and the kidney cannot root the heart so they work together so the kidney relieves excess chi from the heart and then it recycles it back up and so there's a dynamic harmony between the two and when you lose that microcosmic orbit you get chronic anxiety and the shen disturbance and that can manifest into fear. And we see that dramatically in what's been happening lately with the fear porn relative to the coronavirus that we uh, talked about probably in too much depth earlier. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So... There's also fear from from uh, liver blood deficiency. And the spiritual pivot in the Yellow Emperor's Classic says, quote, if the liver chi is deficient, there is fear. Okay, what does that mean? The liver chi is deficient, there's fear. If you look at the liver blood, liver blood deficiency results in pallor and vertigo and dizziness, uh, could be night blindness and numbness of extremities. And some of these are manifestations of fear. Hmm. Okay, so also the gallbladder can have a deficiency and that can result in fear. And the pattern there is dizziness and blurry vision 
decreased courage, decreased initiative, being timid, being startled easily, and sighing a lot. People that sigh a lot tend to have a, a gallbladder deficiency and uh, their, um, their gallbladder deficiency will increase phlegm and the phlegm is the heart orifice and that can disrupt the Shen cycle that we're talking about, the microcosmic orbit between the heart and the kidney. And then they're unable to process trauma very well and that increases their timidity. Mm. Okay, so we're we're going to talk about protocol for gallbladder deficiency fear also. And uh, last but not least, syndrome is shock. So the the plain questions or the suen in the Yellow Empress Classic of Internal Medicine says, "Quote shock." or Dakong, Da means great. So great fear or shock, Dakong, affects the heart, depriving it of resonance, and the mind has no shelter and cannot rest so that the chi becomes chaotic. Or in other words, the Shen doesn't have a place to ground. Mm. So the shock closes the heart orifice, making it smaller, and it tightens the pulse, makes the heart pulse tight, and the shock will decrease kidney jing, and the mental shock scatters the chi and disrupts the heart-kidney harmony. Okay, so to review what we just talked about, we looked at, at fear, and then we looked at chronic anxiety and then the um, deficiency in the liver create, and the gallbladder creating fear. And we also looked at uh, great fear from shock or duck home. Right. Got it. Okay. So now let's, uh, let's address what some useful acupuncture points may be for patching, and then we'll look at how to use them with patches. Mm-hmm. Okay, so gallbladder, um, not gallbladder, the, the byway, the uh, general vessel 20 is a sea of marrow, and it ha- these points have a lot of characteristics, but I'm just going to focus on the ones that have to do with fear and anxiety and grounding. Okay. The, the emotions. So GV20, its main focus for fear is that it can deal with fright, can reverse fright, and palpitations. GV20 can summon the wisdom of the ancestors. It clears the mind. What? This is That's crazy. Yeah. Really? Ah. I'm sorry about all the background. Like so <laughs> I don't know where that's coming from. Um, I don't either. I don't know how to turn it off. Hmm. Well, me neither. Uh, that's uh, maybe some people raising their hands. No, it's not actually. Okay, we're we're hearing a ding, so I'm not really sure if that's new for Block Talk Radio. But I do apologize. 
uh, to you, Dr. Dennis, and whoever else, I do not have Facebook up. So <laughs> it's not that. Okay. Um, yeah, odd, odd. I have no idea what that's from. So sorry to break okay. your chain of thought there. Well, no worries. But anyway, um, it's giving us all uh, dopamine here every time it bangs. <laughs> <laughs> so back to GV20. Uh, to see a marrow, uh, lower strike, palpitations, or heavy beating of the heart in the chest. And it, what I like about it is it summons the wisdom of the ancestors because it's the top of the Tai Chi pole, and the Yang Chi from the Tao can come into GV20, into the top of the Tai Chi pole. And that's very useful for clearing the mind and lifting the spirits, reversing depression. And it even has an essence of wood because of yang rising. Because when yang rises and you use GV20, you can reverse depression. Mm. Okay. Uh, heart five. It calms Shen and it penetrates the deep, very deeply into our spiritual core. So that's why it's useful for fear. Lung seven is useful for fear because it decreases phlegm and it increases our capacity to receive. It's used to lower worry and grief and sadness and also to lower fear and to get rid of emotional stagnation. Okay, then we have kidney three. The, the kidney points help a lot with anxiety. Kidney three nourishes the kidney in, and it decreases deficiency heat, and it tonifies the kidney on, and it washes away fears. Okay, hang on. Say that again. Uh, sorry, I've got a little behind here. So it okay. So kidney three nourishes the kidney. Kidney in. Yin. Okay. Nourishes. It lowers. Uh, the deficiency heat, it tonifies the kidney yang, and it washes away fears. Got it. I like the term washes because we're talking about water, so that's interesting. Mm-hmm. I like that. And kidney four, which isn't often thought of, is nope. even more important. Because it, it, we often don't think about using kidney four for anxiety, but it tonifies the zhir or the willpower. So if somebody has low willpower and lack of movement, lack of motivation, and they can't push themselves because of the low willpower, kidney four is a good point. Mm. It dispels, dispels fear, and it brings internal quiet and rest, the kind of internal quiet you get with meditation. Ooh. Nice. Yeah. And it it recharges our batteries and it it lowers psychological blockage. And that's because it it stimulates the will or the jur, which gets us moving and and breaks through blockages. <clears throat> okay, then we have heart seven. Heart seven tonifies the heart and it it opens gates that shocks that shock that we talked about earlier 
slammed shut, and it reawakens the Shem. So the fear might have got us frozen and made the Shen hide, but Heart 7 can help it come back. Nice. So it kind of unfreezes the freeze response? Exactly, yeah. Mm. Okay, then we have um, Bladder 18. Bladder 18 nourishes liver blood and it moves stagnant liver chi. It's a backshoe point for the liver. And so it does a lot of other things for liver, but those are the most important aspects or characteristics for our discussion today. Bladder 17 is the influential point for the blood or the meeting point of blood and it nourishes the blood and it also tonifies the diaphragm's energies. Why do uh, we we're need talking that? About it. We, we need that because it nourishes the blood. And in cases of fear caused by liver blood stagnation, then bladder 17 would be useful. Ah. Okay, uh, spleen 6. Uh, it uh, tonifies spleen and stomach, and it gets rid of fear, and it calms the shen. And stomach 36 increases courage and decreases fear. It has revitalizing energy and increases our stamina, and it stabilizes our grounding at the source of our being. So if we have more grounding at the source of our being, then we're going to be able to overcome fear. Mm. Cool. And then we have CV-15. And CV-15 calms Chen, descends Lung Chi, which may have gotten frozen. It unbinds the chest, and it can be used for to relieve excessive sighing and, and mad singing even. Excessive what? Mad singing. People that just sing madly. <laughs> I don't know anybody <laughs> like that. <laughs> okay. But they, they do it as a defense mechanism out of something they're afraid of. Okay. So CV-15 can... Uh, is that the move point for the heart, or is that... Uh, CV-14 is. Mm. But it's close. And it's a source point for the yin, for the whole yin of the body. So fear can chronically deplete yin and give us uh, kidney yin deficiency fear, which causes uh, kidney yang deficiency and loss of will is damaged by chronic fear. So CD15 is good for that. Nice. Yes. And then pericardium 6. That's used very often in life wave. It contacts the inner self. In five element medicine, it's called the inner frontier gate. And it opens up our contact with our inner self. And it decreases chaos. So um, those of you familiar with 
the chaos theory know that the what appears to be random chi or energy scattered all over the place really has a central attractor. And pericardium six helps our inner being locate the central attractor to the chaos, to lower the chaos by contacting our inner self. So that's an important point to, to clear fear. Mm. <clears throat> then we have bladder 63. We don't often think of that point or use it. But that is actually um, the Z cleft point of the bladder, C, XI, Z cleft points, or Z cleft points, tonifying in and relaxes the sinews, so it makes us less tense or uptight. And it moves water and it decreases the immobility that we get with fear. So it unfreezes us. And it unfreezes resources. It unfreezes emotional resources. So bladder 63 is important for unfreezing. And it's actually the first point that's used when we're accessing this extra channel called the, the, um, the Yangwei Mai. And um, the the way channels are links to the exterior, and they get chi to move when frozen and locked up. So that would be a reason to use bladder 63. Cool. It's the first access point for this channel. Okay, let's see. Then we have GV16. That helps us move and grow. It's associated with wind, which is associated with movement. <clears throat> then we have Sanjiao 5. That, that's the master point for the Yang Wei Mai channel that I just talked about with Bladder 63. And it helps clear violent fear. Violent fear? Yeah. Like these, these people that are rioting need a lot of Sanjiao 5 help. Oh, that's really interesting. Violent fear. Okay. Well, that's funny because I was muscle testing this morning, and I don't usually use the arms that much for patching because of a, as a skater and a pair skater, I don't like reversing the polarity on my partner, if you know what I mean. But today, yeah. since we're not doing skating, but today I muscle tested what my body wanted, and um, it wanted triple burn of five. And last time I used yeah. it during exercise, oh, my gosh, I was so strong. I'm so strong because <laughs> I'd used two, two patches on my feet, two patches on the upper body and uh, something in the middle. And boy, my husband was like, wow, you're really strong today. So that was cool. <laughs> because it's a master point for your young way mind. Mm-hmm. Which is the, Very cool. It connects you with your exterior and your movement. Mm-hmm. So, um, since we do energy work, just as an aside, Sanjiao 5 energy would be good to create a module out of or an energy field and put that into the Earth's field to calm people down. You got it. We'll work on that today. Excellent. 
So there's one one more practitioner that we can count on to help with the field. Yep. You got it. Thanks. Okay, then gallbladder 41 is used for decreasing rubbish and toxins and increasing clarity. So if you have more clarity, it helps to balance your energy or your yang. And getting rid of toxins helps chi move. And all that's good backup for getting rid of fear and helping with the jure or the will to move forward. Then gallbladder 35, that's the seed cleft of the Yangwei Mai. Just like bladder 63 was the seed cleft point of the bladder. So the gallbladder 35 is, is the seed cleft point for the Yangwei Mai. That, that's the extra channel that we don't often talk about. And it tonifies the yin. And by tonifying yin, you anchor the yang and you balance the yang and you keep the yang from being scattered. So if somebody has really scattered energy, gallbladder 35 is good for keeping it anchored. Okay, I okay, got. I wrote down earlier, Dr. Dennis, that bladder 63 is the first point used when we're accessing the yang wei mai. So did I get that wrong? Because now we're talking about yang wei mai again. No, you got that right. It is the first one. And then the, oh, okay, but the gallbladder 35 is a Zika point for accessing Yangwei Mai, not the first point. Correct. Got it. So when you're okay. doing function or you're patching the Yangwei Mai to access Yangwei Mai energy, you do bladder 63 first, and then you work up the leg to gallbladder 35, and then up to other points that we'll talk about in the protocol. And the last one will be on the head at GD-16. Got it. Okay, two more points before we go to protocol. Gallbladder 40, that increases clarity and vision, restores balance, and perspective to see what the hell's going on around you. So these people that are rioting also need some gallbladder 40 energy. Right, unless they know exactly what they're doing because they were paid to do it. I'm just, I'm just saying that. Sorry. Okay, I just shut my mouth right now. Right, a lot of entities are being paid by Soros to do, to to destruct. (laughs) So you're right. (laughs) Okay. I'm not saying everybody who, you know, everybody that's supposedly rioting or violent doing that, but yeah, my sense was that there was definitely some individuals that that's their job. That's their job, is to incite violence where there is none because it will make other people look bad or whatever. So that does kind of annoy me, or did, anyway. I think the the governor of Minnesota said that 80% of the people that were arrested in his state for inciting violence in Minneapolis were from out of town. Wow. That's a lot. Yeah. And so you're pretty right on with that perspective. Mm, okay. Well, thank you for that. <laughs> yeah. So I agree with you. Okay. Gallbladder 34, that last but not least, that is used for lowering fear, for self-doubt, 
for indecision, for being frightened easily, and for fear in general. It increases flexibility and it, it eases rigidity. So when, so when someone's fearful, they're very rigid. Gallbladder yeah. 34 can help them relax. And it gets rid of self-doubt and indecision. So it helps the jure with willpower. Because if you can get rid of self-doubt, you can invoke your willpower and your intention better. So that's where gallbladder 34 is useful. Promotional stuff. Okay. Now, we can get into how to use those acupuncture points with patches on, for lack of a better term, protocols. But um, you want to do something else first, like answer questions? Yeah, let's do that for a little bit. Okay. So um, we have about 17 minutes left on the live stream, and then anything beyond that, uh, we can, uh, it'll be recorded. So um, I do have, uh, oh, by the way, if you have a question for Dr. Dennis myself, it could be personal to you. It doesn't have to have to do with our topic for today. However, just please avoid um, mentioning disease names. Thank you. So the number to call in is 818-514-1190. Hit one so we know your hand is up. 818-514-1190. And you can also post it in the chat as well, which I have opened. And there's plenty of people on the chat today. Hi, guys. All right. So area code 404. If you could say your first name and just summarize real quick what your question is, that'd be great. Hi there. Hello. Hello. This is Marilyn. Hey, Marilyn. Um, Hi. So I'm still working on increasing kidney yang. I'm not sure if that's a fear underground factor for that. And I use the, um, you know, kidney three and the kidney 27 and the belly button area. Um, And so I'm just, I don't know if it's because I'm a water dragon, you know, kind of if the water is, is affecting all of this, and I just don't have enough fire. So I don't know. In terms of the things you mentioned, there's so many root causes um, for fear. I don't feel feel any fear, but there may be, you know, a personality trait or a genetic or something that might do the same thing. Now, are you saying you don't have fire because your acupuncturist told you you don't have fire or because you feel yeah. like no difference yeah. because – Okay. And and then did you actually get a response from the protocol we talked about last time or the time before? I'd say about 50%, you know, but it okay. not not That's Yeah. Okay. I mean, I do feel a little bit better. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. I do the sleep patches at night obviously, but energy is the kidney yang. But yeah, that's my acupuncturist says that it's there's not enough fire to dispel the water. Got it. Um, and there's just not enough kidney yang. Okay. We'll let Dr. You, Dennis answer that. Do you feel chronically fearful, like long-term anxiety kind of stuff? No, not at all. I'm, I'm one of the most calm people <laughs> that I can think of. But no, but, you know, there could just be a, a feeling of lack of safety. That's what I'm saying. Maybe there's some kind of, I don't feel like I'm not safe, but I've been told that, because I'm sensitive, then I may be picking up on safety issues. So, yeah, I don't, I can't claim that I have any anxiety or stress or anything like that. 
but there could be okay. some other condition that would be similar. Well, when you feel your pulses, like with your three fingers on your radial pulse, in the third position where you're feeling it with your ring finger, is your kidney pulse strong or weak? Oh, it's very weak, yeah. Okay. And is that on your left side or your right side? Um, usually my yin side is left is pretty good. It's the right side that's really low. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's kidney out. Okay, well, there's a protocol I was going to share with everybody anyway, and it's the Tonified Kidney Jing, which will take care of both balancing the kidney yin and the yang. And um, there are basically three points for this protocol. GV20 on the top of the Tai Chi pole, and then if we're looking at a person uh, from the front to the back, on the left side, there will be heart five, and on the right side, lung seven. So, okay, and so... Go ahead. Yeah, so what patch do you use on those points, or do you use different patches? So depending on the individual, for GV20 on the top of the Tai Chi pole, and you notice we have a nice triangle here between yeah. GV20, 5, and lung 7. Uh, I suggest using Nirvana. Okay. On GV20. And uh, I'd recommend Nirvana for emotional things a lot because it increases dopamine. <clears throat> and when, when central dopamine is increased, peripheral dopamine is usually lower. And and the nirvana will increase central dopamine. When somebody's stressed, they'll have the opposite. They'll have low central dopamine and high peripheral dopamine when they're all stressed out. So um, nirvana is a good patch for GV20. But you could also use olivita. And that's because it affects the pineal body's um, neurotransmitters. Or you could use Eon, which is a very powerful patch. So you, you got a lot of options there for GV20, and even X39. Okay. Oh, okay. But I'd, I'd start with Nirvana and see how that helps, and then go to Olivita and see which one works best for you. So this is a protocol for supporting kidney yin and yang? Is that what you said? I'm trying to name it here on the blog. For kidney jing, J-I-N-G. Oh, kidney jing. Okay. That's kidney essence. And jing or essence is made of both yin and yang. So by tonifying the jing, you're balancing both the kidney yin and the kidney yang. Ah, okay. Okay, then heart five on the left, I suggest the carnosine. Carnosine is good for heart. Or you could use an SP6 patch or a TAN energy enhancer on the left. But I'd start with the carnosine and change it up with SP6 and see which one works best for you. So that's on Maryland's left, correct? Correct. Okay. On, On the... 
the person we're talking about, Swap. The client or the patient. Okay. And then then on the right, use lung use uh, glutathione patch on lung seven. And that will help unblock the upper jowl and release the uh, heart energy to flow down and allow the kidneys to anchor it and give the kidney more energy. Okay, and then you can add an additional one on the main man. The main man is GV4 on the back, right below lumbar mm-hmm. two. You put a powerful patch down there. If you haven't used X39 yet above, then use it there. Or any of the other patches we talked about for GV20, you can put down on the on the main man if you haven't used it on GV20 yet. So, like, you can have a Nirvana patch on GB20 and an Olavita patch on on the main man, or vice versa. Okay, and that's for tonifying okay. kidney jing. Okay. Okay. Great. Cool. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, cool. I'm just going to mute you here, Marilyn, and thank you so much for the question. Okay, uh, we can keep going. So uh, if uh, folks that are online, you're streaming, if you want to continue the conversation, listen in, you can call in at 818-514-1190 just to listen to the rest of this because we're going to go over time. So 818-514-1190. Those that are on here on the phone, you'll still be able to hear us. I believe, <laughs> but this will, the whole thing will be recorded and I'll put that up on the blog uh, soon after we're done today. Okay. Dr. Awesome. Dennis, take it away. Okay. So <clears throat> real simple one is to use pericardium six. And I often use that for um, anxiety, heart pounding, palpitations, and using pericardium six, as we talked about earlier, decreases chaos. And it helps us contact our inner self for grounding. So if you use very simply energy enhancer patches with the tan one on the left and the white one on the right, pericardium six, that helps ground you, helps calm you down, lowers anxiety, gets rid of palpitations or pounding in the chest. Nice. That's a nice, simple one. Now, I, there was one client that I mentioned on a previous show <clears throat> that we had in our clinic. I put the energy enhancer patches on with the white on the right and tan on the left where she had anxiety and palpitations. They increased. So oh, I, I remember that one. Thought, wow, she's got reverse polarity, and I switched the polarity putting the um, white patch on the left and the tan one on the right, and she immediately calmed down, like within mm-hmm. seconds. So that's a good demonstration of reverse polarity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it harmful to do that? Put the energy no. enhancer patches backwards? Yeah, for someone who has reverse no. polarity? Not for someone with reverse polarity, no. For someone mm-hmm. with normal polarity, would make them more tired, likely. 
or mm-hmm. like you alluded to earlier, because you don't want to wear the patches on your arms when you're skating, reverses the polarity in your partner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I don't want him to drop me. So. <laughs> right. Yeah, you don't want okay. that to happen. No, no. All right. Let's run through the next protocol. Okay, next one is for chronic anxiety. To reconnect the heart and the kidney or the fire and the water harmony or microcosmic orbit. And there we can use GB20, top of the head, and also use heart seven on the right. And on the left, we can use both kidney three and kidney four. So then the patches we would use uh, either Nirvana or Alavita on GV20, or you could even try Eon or X39. But I, I favor um, <clears throat> Nirvana because of the dopamine effect, or the Alavita because of the hormonal effect on the limbic brain. Mm-hmm. And then <clears throat> Heart 7. Uh, you could either put an eon or a glutathione on the right, heart seven. Mm-hmm. And then on left uh, kidney three, uh, put a carnosine. And on left kidney four, put an SP6. Wow, there's two so close together. I've never seen that yeah. before. Yeah, because we, we want to use both kidney three and kidney four. Uh, with negative patches diametrically opposed to the heart seven, which is on the right upper part of the body. Aha. Got it. So uh, that one was for chronic anxiety. Okay. Now we're looking at liver blood deficiency fear. And our principle is to nourish the liver blood and to decrease the fear to unclear our vision uh, or to, to to clear our vision, the the, um, the the liver blood deficiency fear will make our vision unclear, so we have a lack of clarity, and, and that exacerbates the fear. It increases the original chi, or the day chi, D-E-Q-I, day chi, and it calms the shen. So we're harmonizing liver, and we're tonifying the kidney, and we're tonifying the spleen and the stomach with this protocol for liver blood deficiency fear. So looking from the back to the front, we're looking on someone's back. And so their right is our right. And looking posterior and anterior, we're using bladder 17, which is at the level of thoracic vertebra seven. We're using bladder 18, which is a level at the level of thoracic vertebra 9. And obviously, you need somebody's help when you put these patches on. And then we're going to use stomach 36 on the right and spleen 6 on the left. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the patches to use. I'd recommend um, Eon patch on bladder 17. Both sides? And X39. 
Pardon? On just on the right side. Oh yeah, um, on the right, and then um, you can use um, a tan ice wave or tan energy enhancer on the left. And then on bladder 18, use the X39 on the right. And use um, a tan ice wave or energy enhancer on the left. And then on right, stomach 36, put a glutathione patch. And then on left, spleen 6, put an SP6 patch or a carnosine patch. Now, alternatively, any one of those negative patches could also be used above on bladder 17 or bladder 18 on the left side instead of the tan ice wave or tan energy enhancer. You mean uh, another carnosine or SP6 instead of the tan energy or ice wave? Yeah. Okay. And is it necessary for them to actually put a, a a balancing one on the left, or can they just put it on the bladder 17 and 18 on the right side and then just the stomach and spleen? It's okay just to use the right bladder because you've got um, grounding and the negative patches on spleen 6 on the left. Okay. So that's a good question, and, and yeah, you don't have to use that many patches. Okay. Okay, and now gallbladder deficiency fear. Somebody who's easily frightened, has self-doubt, indecision, is timid, and out of touch with their inner self, I'd recommend this protocol. So looking at somebody's back from posterior to anterior, we can um, use pericardium 6 on the right, Bladder 19 on the right. Or, or both bladder 19. It's um, bilateral. But we don't have to use the left side because we'll be grounded below. And then um, we could use um, gallbladder 40 and also gallbladder 34 on the right. And stomach 36 on the left. All right, which patches to put on there? Mm -hmm. The pericardium's on the right arm. You could use X39 or Olivita or Nirvana. The bladder 19 on the right, use an Eon. And on the left, bladder 19, use an SP6 patch or a tan ice wave or tan energy enhancer. And then on gallbladder 40 on the right, use a white ice wave or energy enhancer. And on gallbladder 34, use a glutathione. And then on the left, Stomach 36, use a carnosine. 
And you could also use TAM, Ice Wave, and TAM Energy Enhancer on left gallbladder 40. Okay, so that gets rid of gallbladder deficiency fear where people are easily frightened, very touchy, have self-doubt, indecision, are timid, and out of touch with their inner self. Uh-huh. Excellent. Okay. A couple more. Now, one, one of them is for Dagong or Great Fear, and the other one's for Immobilized, Frozen Fear. So let's look at Dagong first, the Great Fear for shock. Sudden shock affecting the heart, lowering the kidney jing where the mental shock will scatter the chi and disrupt the heart-kidney harmony. So in that case, we're using GV20, heart 7, CV15, and kidney 4. All right, so... The patch we put on GV20 is either a Nirvana or an Alavita. And now we're looking at the front of the person from anterior to posterior. So on their right, with heart seven would put an Eon patch. And on their left, heart seven and SP6 patch. On their CV15, we could use a glutathione or a carnosine. And in this particular case, I, I prefer carnosine because it'll help the heart more with the shock. And then on right, kidney four, put a white ice wave or energy enhancer. And on left, Kidney four, put a tan, ice wave, or energy enhancer. Ah. Okay. Uh, if you want to make this more simple, you could always use Eon above and SP6 below. So alternatively, on GV20, you could use Olivita or Nirvana on hearts on both heart seven on both arms you could use Eon on CV15 you can use Carnosine and then on kidney four on both kidney four use an SP6 so that way above the umbilicus you've got positive Eon and Carnosine. And below, you've got SP6. So instead of a right-left polarity, you've got an anterior um, or a superior-inferior polarity, positive above, negative below, polarity-wise. That just makes it more simple. And you use less patches that way. Well, not actually same number. Not really, but just, uh, just you don't have to points. say which matches on the left, which matches on the right. 
Yeah, you don't have to figure that out. Just above and below. Yeah. Neon above, SP6 below. Yep. <clears throat> oh, I, well, actually, it is less patches. You're not, you're not using the uh, ice wave or the energy enhancer below. Oh, right, right, yeah. Last but not least, we have protocol for immobilized person, immobilized by fear. They're frozen. They're stuck. They can't move forward. So this kind of uh, pattern is a Yang Wei Mai pathology. And the Yang Wei Mai, Wei means linking, so it's a linking channel. And it its characteristic is to get chi to move when we're frozen or locked up. So when we're using this channel, the Yangwei Mai, we always use bladder 63 first. That's the first point to use when doing this channel. And you work up the body using bladder 63 first. And then GV16 is the last point to use which is uh, behind the head, below the occipital protuberance. So that's the last point. So this time we're going to work from below up instead of up down. So looking at a posterior anterior view, the, the client is, uh, has their um, right side on our right side. So we start with bladder 63 on the right. Go to gallbladder 35 on the right and put gallbladder 41 on the left. Then we're going to go up to Sanjiao 5 or triple heater 5 on the right. And then the last point will be GV16 on the back of the head. Okay, which patches to use? On bladder 63, probably Alavita or X39. Mm-hmm. On gallbladder 35, he's glutathione. Mm-hmm. Gallbladder 41, use an SP6. Um, Sanjiao 5, use an Eon. And GV16, last but not least, use a Carnosine or a Nirvana. Okay, cool. Yeah, so you got all the suggested protocols there. Nice, yeah. Yeah. I got them all, guys. <laughs> they're like, well, we're glad you got them all. <laughs> they're all written down. I just have to, uh, you know, check spelling and grammar and all that kind of stuff. So uh, before I'll publish this uh, live, but just uh, go to patchtrainingteam.com and then click the blog at the top. And then you'll see this article in a little while after the after the show. 
And I know we, we lost a bunch of people when, when we went over time, but uh, we still have some folks left on the, on the line. So I want to thank those folks for being so patient and uh, for getting all these protocols. So uh, I just want a better name for one of them. Um, so let me just run it by you, Dr. Dennis, before we close. So I've got um, support kidney jing. Okay, that's one protocol. We've got simple protocol for anxiety, which is pericardium 6. We got the chronic anxiety protocol, um, which is the governor vessel 20, heart 7, kidney 3, nourish liver blood protocol. Um, Then we have the uh, gallbladder deficiency fear protocol. If you want me to name that something else, I can. Then we have the sudden shock protocol or great fear protocol. And then uh, last but not least, we have the unfreezing protocol. Right, immobilize by fear. Yeah, unfreezing is good. Okay. Um, for the gallbladder deficiency, you could call it easily frightened. Okay. Protocol. So, easily frightened. Okay. With self-doubt, indecision, timidity, and out of touch with their inner self. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, very well, cool. Dr. Karen, awesome. Really, so people are lucky that you got it down at least. <laughs> well, thanks for all these amazing protocols, Dr. Dennis. So many things to try and have fun with. And that's the thing is that, you know, um, they're not going to be harmful for you to try. And it's really good for people to just try things out. Even if you can't, like, quote, unquote, diagnose yourself based on what Dr. Dennis mentioned, although you did a really great job describing the different types and qualities of the different kinds of fear symptoms. Even if you're not yeah. sure where you are, because maybe you have a little bit of this, a little bit of that, you might as well try a protocol one day and see how it works, right? And if you think it didn't work or didn't like it, whatever, you can always do a different protocol on a different day and to see how that works for you. So, um, like I said, this is all going to be written out for you in, in the blog in just um, a little while. And Dr. Dennis, thank you so much for spending all your time with us today. Um, it's, it's so valuable, and we really appreciate you. My pleasure. You're very welcome, and I appreciate you all for listening and, and improving the world by unfolding yourself with us. Yeah, definitely. All right. So bye, Dr. Dennis. Thank you again. Thanks, everyone, for joining in. Until next time, bye for now.